But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. Coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. Chopping it up from the Cabinet Creation Sports Desk. Nick behind the glass again. Big day for Nick because, uh, well, tomorrow's really your big day. That's the NHL free agency start, so that's a big thing. And yes. we got some plenty of news to talk about tomorrow. I got my rundown. When you, rec- <laughs> when you record your <laughs> no. show, uh, you can talk all about NHL free agency, um, which, is, uh, which is great. Um, anyway, uh, I do want to preface this, and I did not tell you about this, Nick. I'll just do it later. Later on in the show... When we're closing, uh, as we wrap up, we have a debut of a jingle, a little bit of a jingle that a friend of the show slash associate producer slash I don't even know what to call him at this point, Casey Hammond. We're going to call him a contributor. I like that. Um, he uh, he came up with something because of the conversation that we once had once upon a time about Jake Paul and Mike Tyson. Uh, Casey was in music, so he decided to uh, put together a little song. So we're going to jam out to that at the end of the show today. So it'll be the debut. So I guess you guys are all really, really gonna, excited about we're that. We're going to jam out. We're going to jam out. Dude, you understand I'm trying very hard um, to to be on the positive side of things today. Once again, and I know Optimum doesn't have any representatives watching right now, so I can say whatever I want. You guys are an abomination when it comes to just service and i even said to him i was like well how do they promote that they're the number one requested internet and he's like i'm the number one podcaster in new jersey there i just said it i was like well you got a good point they could just say whatever they want um i got a uh, some kind of ear thing going on today can't really hear uh, it's as if i have like earphones on but i don't so i'm thinking it has something to do with the old pool um, maybe I did a little too much swimming over the weekend, but anyway, uh, feeling a lot better than I felt yesterday. I literally have to step out. I was like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to heal over. And I don't know, don't know why lost his ball sack yesterday. Yes. Around the uh, I turned into a vagina and, uh, yeah. And I was like, do the reads and maybe even do the whole show. Actually tomorrow you won't be in the house. You have obligations to get to. So as of right now, I'm a solo show tomorrow. Um, I did ask Scoop, who is a former, uh, not a former, but like a contributor uh, to the to the network many times. He says he has to, he got drunk in Boston all weekend, so he's a little backed up as far as his work is concerned. So I don't know if he's going to be able to join me. If not, boy, oh boy, I'm running the show by myself because homeboy over here will be producing and maybe I'll have Madison on <laughs> just to sit there. Talk to Steelers? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Well, we're no. talking Pittsburgh Steelers tomorrow. Today, we're talking Cleveland Browns. But before we get into all that, if you want to support Chop Sports, do so by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash Chop Sports. That's the way to support us. That's the uh, the greatest thing in the world is um, Patreon. It's a great, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, it's the way to support us. I know a lot of you guys already are on this. If you're not, listen, feel free. It's the season of giving, and it's not even december yet uh so definitely go check out patreon.com forward slash chop sports sam grasso said swimmer's ear um i say no to that because it doesn't hurt yeah you'd be you'd be in swimmer's ear actually yeah. hurts this doesn't hurt it just sounds like i'm in a fucking bubble like it just sounds like like you i put a fish bowl oh bro you i got what it so- and then like i bought me? q-tips like a schmuck and i know what whatever sounds, i have you know I'm what pushing. it sounds like to me honestly yesterday you had like a little dizzy spell mm-hmm. and today your ears are fucked up you got vertigo, my friend. You got some 
some wiggle wobbles. Did you get punched in your head recently? Oh, wow. My mom suffers from vertigo a lot. I wonder if that's hereditary. Yeah, I mean, like... But what, I've, what causes I've, vertigo? I've, I have no idea. An imbalance in your eardrum, potentially. Ha-ha. Or, or something, mm. something going on with your eardrum. I don't know if I've ever had vertigo, but there's been times where I've, you know, thought I've had it. Huh. I don't know what it, it could have been, you know, the weed... But I doubt it. Stay it was probably vertigo. My mother deals weed. with vertigo as well, not to disclose any HIPAA laws here. <laughs> no, but but yeah. it's, it's funny you should say it. So that's coming what, up at 12 o'clock, Dr. Chris that's will be That's what made me debuting. think of it because you, as you're saying it yesterday, you had the, the you were a little woozy and today your ear hurts. Been a little woozy. Anyway. I wonder um, what causes vertigo. Yeah, well, I would Google it, but I'm sure the internet will kick out after I do that. But let's start with the rundown, folks, because definitely COVID, according to Bailey. Uh <laughs> So, yeah, there's my mom. She's actually coming in uh, because the crystals in the ears are not even bounce. All right, well, I'm not going to look all that. Yeah. I wasn't feeling nauseous. I'm feeling actually fine. Had a great workout today. But, again, I had my earphones in. And I'm like, it's jacked up all the way. And, and maybe that's it. Maybe I blew a fucking eardrum <laughs> with my music being too loud. But, uh, anyway, it's time for the rundown. Plenty of stuff to get into. Uh, Gooch, take it away, bro. All right, so Major League Baseball, as we head – Towards the All-Star break, some some announcements made towards the Home Run Derby. We have uh, Acuna, Soto. We have Pete Alonso returning to defend his Home Run Derby crown. Polar Bear Plunge. And then we get Albert Pujols as like a little gift. I love it. I love it. I love it, The too. machine. I feel like the machine actually has a chance. Who's not rooting for him? You I mean, know what I'm saying? Everybody's going to be rooting everybody's for Pujols. Everybody's rooting but, for him. Um, to get into the Pujols numbers a little bit, I think he has more strikeouts than he has hits this year. So he's forty fucking five at this point. I, some might say he's fifty five, depending on Truth. how old he I really might be. But um, yeah, that's it. That's it for Major League Baseball. NBA, there's not much happening. Summer League action, that's about Ooh. it. Richard Jefferson <laughs> made his that? debut as an NBA ref. I don't know if he's going to be an actual NBA ref or if this is just like a, a little thing that's important for fun. <laughs> but I mean, I would like to see more of it and, and not just NBA and all sports to see former players get involved in the officiating and the umpiring in MMA, the judging and the refereeing. I think that would be more important than any other sport because it's a, it's a travesty how bad it is in MMA. Um, but more summer league news. Uh, the the Thunder took on the Magic yesterday in what would have been a battle of the number one and number two pick in the NBA draft, but the Orlando Magic are deciding to hold Paolo Banchero out for the remainder of the summer league, and it's not due to any injury. It's due to the fact that they already know he could ball out. This dude's been balling out for his first two games, and they just want to see what else they got. There's no need to see this guy anymore. We They know that he's ready to go. Um so in that game, Chet Holmgren did power the Thunder. He had a double-double, 16 and 10. Power the Thunder. Was power that on, the Was that thunder. on purpose? It was not. Okay. <laughs> or it was. I didn't I didn't think it, but it, it came out well. All right. So ESPN conducts a survey polling execs, players, coaches, and scouts at, for the top 10 players at every position. Mm-mm. Are we going there now? Well, I'm just saying that okay, they did that. Gonna, okay, We're going to we'll talk a little bit about that later. We'll, that we'll probably get more into the quarterbacks and the running backs just because I feel like Dave is going to be a little upset. Um, the Steelers are changing the name of Heinz Field. It is now going to be the Akershore <laughs> Stadium, which is what it is. Yeah, but the, the only the only cool, funny part was McAfee yesterday. He's like, good luck drunk saying that on a broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds so Joe Buck, don't give Joe Buck or Troy Aikman any of the Pittsburgh Steelers games. <laughs> you think they're drunk when they're doing it? Do you think they ever like you indulge? Don't know this story? No, what story? They get hammered, bro. Like they, they Joe Buck openly talked about being hammered on air. Tequila, oh, interesting. Okay, tequila. Um, 
the so worst. yeah, there's some glaring omissions that I'm feeling like Dave's not going to be a, a little upset about. So as we we all know, today is the Cleveland Browns episode. You saw the thumbnail. So we're going to break down the Cleveland Browns. Hopefully, we get the ruling live on our show because the be ruling fantastic. for the Deshaun Watson hearing is supposed to have been decided as of yesterday. And I don't know if they've decided that because that's not news. This was reported two weeks ago that July 11th was the date. Yeah, that I'm looking date now. Came and went, and there is no news. So. Really, it's hard to determine what's going to happen with the Browns season, so ideally it will come down very soon. If not, I don't know what to talk about. Um, so <laughs> right. PGA Tour news, Tiger Woods rips into the live golfers, and I do want to pull this up so we could kind of branch into the a little bit of the first topic here. I'm going to pull up the, the actual quote that Tiger had. So Tiger's pissed off. So I wouldn't say he's pissed off, but um, I feel like it's pretty well put. All right, so as far as the second part of your question about the players who have chosen to go live and play on, I don't even know what the fuck he's saying. To go um, to the I live I disagree with it, on. yeah. I think that we've they've done, it's, they've turned their back on what we've allowed them to get to. All right, all right. You know what? I'm just not biggie nug. Um, these, these, this word, the reason why this is not on a graphic. Tiger, you went to Stanford, bro. Them. You can't write. What the fuck is going on? I'm either that or I can't read. No, it's very small. I tried to put this on a graphic. Guys, too- Google it. Tiger fucking ripped the live. Well put. Well put, Tiger. Well put. No. And even better put by me. I mean, that was a fucking... I think that was delivered was amazing, perfectly, uh, honestly. You know what uh, I'm so trying anyway, to So anyway, so... Paraphrase. Like, uh, what, what are we talking about? All right, so you so talk. He, so he's I'll, ma- I'll right. read. So it seems to me that Tiger Woods, along with others, are are a little disappointed at the fact that some of these people are playing. There, there's a couple of golfers out there are actually openly talking about the fact that they hope that none of these LIV players win this thing going forward. You know what I mean? Like, so clearly, it's like, all right, all right they're against I'll it. Paraphrase. Fine, I'll, they're against I'll it. I'll paraphrase. Go on. <laughs> Tiger's being a bitch. Ah, Honestly. yes. Okay, so every mode. There's some golf purists that are like. Well said, Tiger. And it's like, come on, bro. It's, this is the most get-off-my-lawn shit I've ever seen in my life. Tiger, they offered you $150 billion to go. I don't know why you're not Close there. Close to a billion. But, you're but, not even like being but, exaggerating but, at this but point. But my point is it's easy for Tiger to sit here and say this with all the career earnings that he's had on and off the golf course. These other guys are you're like, fuck you, video it's time to get my you. bag at this point, and, and good for them. Um, and the reality is the PGA Tour needs them just as bad. We've talked about this at length. But the point that I'm making with Tiger is that He's really just bashing the, the the style of play. There's only 54 holes saying they're not going to be able to compete in major championships. I don't understand it. Well, not everybody's chasing a legacy the way Tiger is. Some of these dudes are just chasing the bag. And if and anybody wants I'm more really... holes, it's Tiger Woods. Oh, there you go. How you like that? That's just like a... <laughs> I love it. Anyway. Um, so yeah, Tiger, you got to fucking just chill, bro. Let these guys do what they want to do. So paraphrase, Tiger, chill. Just Nobody liked chill. what t- Tiger didn't like when people were talking shit about him banging everything that moved, right? Right. Tiger, you're not you're on no you're in no place to uh what? Uh, no, we're just, good. Yeah, I didn't know. See what happens? Ah, see, you, you always get on me oh, about that. Like, dude, oh, just go. Oh, Let oh, me do oh, my oh, thing. How about this? It'll never fucking happen again. It'll never happen again. And I guarantee you, if I touch this button, Dave will fucking panic. I was looking for the rim shot. There it is. <laughs> for my joke before, but well, I did the old speaking elbow. Speaking about golf, though, did you see that the <clears throat> Department of Justice is investigating the PGA see, Tour? See, I saw that. So what What exactly are they investigating? Are they like, 
Are they preventing certain people from making certain wages? Like, what are, what are they exactly were they doing here? So it says uh, they've opened an investigation into the PGA Tour's handling of its players and whether it has engaged in anti-competitive behavior during its ongoing battle with the LIV Golf Invitational Series. Ah, okay. I have no idea. I I, I can't even break that down. Like, it sounds I, to me like they're illegally suspending players. Where. Where they don't it's, really have a right. That's true. Um, if there's a contract involved, man, those things are ironclad. I don't know you can't if there's mess like, around. If you earn a tour card, I guess they have a right to do what they Duh, want in terms of suspensions. But I'm sure there's some fine print that these lawyers for these players have gone through and finding some glaring. Um, maybe it's not even the lawyers of these these players. It might just be Congress or whoever the fuck is investigating them at this point. But the PGA Tour, would it surprise me if a major organization was corrupt? <laughs> dun, no. dun, dun. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I am so sure. But yeah, anyway, so that's uh is that all you got for the rundown? Yeah. Okay. I I got I want to circle back ski one. Um, and that's uh whatchamacallit? The MMA judges, right? When you just mentioned that, I just wrote down MMA judges. You're an MMA guy. Would you feel like and this goes for boxing too, would you feel like if former fighters were the judges? that that would make it better? Like, because these judges are, like, independently guys. They're, like, they're on the athletic commissions or they're fighting admissions, whatever the hell they're called. Um, like, for instance, if DC, who always complains about the judges, like, oh, they got that wrong. Like, if DC was a judge, would these fights be more fairly scored based off of feel? And not because I feel like they're not going to be sitting there with a ticker saying, I don't, okay, one I, landed, I don't, two landed, three landed. You know what I mean? Have to, I don't think that you have to be a former UFC fighter to be an MMA judge. I think you have to have had some some type of combat experience in mixed martial arts, whether no, it I'm not be saying UFC, MMA. Whether like, it be an experience. amateur background, whether it be you are a coach, it just needs to be more people that aren't Cecil Peoples. That these guys were hired eons ago to be boxing judges, and they're bad at that. So when you're talking about a 10-point must system, in MMA, I think that's one of the major flaws to begin with is is having you don't a like ten, the 10 a 10 point must system in a three round fight i feel like that's a, a really blurred scale if i take you down and hold you there for 10 minutes right and i don't really do much with it but i controlled two rounds i have it's 20 to 18 going into the third i could light you up definitely win the fight the bell rings with me kind of about to take you out but it's not a 10-8 the best i could do there is a draw so even would you, with a 10-8 round would you instill Kind of like amateur wrestling, like riding time. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't know because I, I feel like I see. I'm learning positive. Like I that? wouldn't. I wouldn't because there's a clear dominant position in and like in, in MMA. Some guys might be better off their back, and they might be doing a lot more work off their back. So while they were taken there, you know, like they might have had they might, six, they six, might six have submission it. attempts from their back. Right. And so there, there's okay. a lot of different um, variables that you would have to factor in. But really, like my main thing that I would do is I would eliminate the ten point must system, and I would make a ten minute round to start, and then a five minute round to finish, or vice ten versa. Ten minutes, yeah. These guys would die. No, they wouldn't, Dave. Half these guys are dead after no, five. Well, well, not really half these guys, but I'm saying like five minutes is a long time. We're, we're talking about trained professional, professional MMA fighters. fighters. I get it, but ten minutes, bro. Uh, and then for title fights, a uh, ten minute round and then a fifteen minute round, like. When so I was no when I was an active professional wrestler, if somebody were to be given ten minutes, that's a lifetime. And I understand that there's moments in that fight or that match where they can kind of 
Grab a chin hold and just so, breathe. So to be fair, if you're at to be it fair to minutes, all the fighters now, uh, I'm pretty sure that Pride Rules was a 10-minute first round, five-minute second round, and they weren't doing a 10-point must system. And if you were stalling, you got a yellow card. And really? Yeah, like, so there was... Pride you, Rules, huh? Yeah, you... Don't get, me, don't get me started. But yes, Frank Trigg is the one notable fighter that used to be in the UFC that has judged and refed in MMA fights. But like I said, I don't think it needs to be... Uh, the stars of the sport. I also think that when you, you're talking about a guy like DC, I think the one problem that you might run into... He's drunk all the time. Specific, well, that too. <laughs> specifically, when you're talking about guys that are at the top, is that they have a lot of guys underneath them that are on their team or that they may have trained with in the past, or mm. and you could have some affiliations... Dude, that's so funny. Casey comes in. The problem with former fighters judging is that there's sub there there may be some some subconscious allegiance to certain people they might have. They might know a fighter because they go to the same fight camp well, and whatnot. Well, when we're factoring in, it's good, when good we're point. factoring shit like that in, I'm more I'm more so talking about refs than judging at this point. Okay. Um, I think that the judging should be done by verdict MMA. It's the, it's on point every single time. Almost let the internet judge. So it's like almost like taking the human. Well, it's still a human because and they're I also, watching it. I also think that they should do live live judging, or where it's like you know if you're down. So like it's it's plain as well, day. The, the, I think most of these fighters when they go into third or fifth rounds, they know like all right, I gotta I'm knock saying, this guy like, out. You or judge I lose. the fight. You judge the fight, and then you have to submit your your round as it happens. Oh. Right? So when so like like the Letterman scorecard when that comes in as yeah. the next round starts you already know you that have to submit what's it this because, guy's got because when 10, we're nine. talking about allegiances with former fighters who's to say that there's not an allegiance with a ref Very you know true. like we're we're talking about a human element here that can't be eradicated you have to just at, at some point or another put faith in that this person's going to walk the line right it, there's that just is rings true across the board I feel like at least with fighters it's a little bit easier to do a little background see where they've trained, see if they've had any affiliation. Good point. And you could kind of just take them out off the off the card in that regard. Good point. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, that was my uh, that was my roundabout thing. But let's get back to the ESPN stuff because ESPN does this every year. Uh, no fault of their own. This is worth this is the time <laughs> to do it. They rank their position players today. Bro, full disclosure, if I had access to 50 NFL scouts, coaches, execs, and players, I would pull them as well. Correct. And and you know what? Right. They probably they can go to thirty-two GMs and eighteen friends. And one of those friends is not going to be Matthew Berry. Crazy, right? That was a little little has there been any kind of rumor before we get into this, any rumor of where he might be going? He wants to pursue the same he's doing the fucking same thing. He has a he has a an app out for years now called the Fantasy Life. It's not really that great. I mean, I've definitely gotten information from it and here and there. It was a lot better a couple years ago when it was a little more innovative. I wonder if he thinks that like like the let's just call it how he is. Like McAfee cashed the fuck well, in I feel on like Matthew Berry Matt is a, Berry it, can be like, Matthew hey, DraftKings. Matthew Berry built fantasy sports on ESPN, largely fantasy football, like 15 years ago. So it what was, I'm saying it is, he could probably go very solo venture he's, here. He's made a job out of it, and I, I want to make my announcement. I too am leaving ESPN fantasy football <laughs> app for Sleeper. I'm not sure where you're going, Matt, but. I'm I'm on sleeper app this year. I'm off fantasy football on ESPN. I'm off all like ESPN fantasy baseball is no good either. I don't I don't like that either. I haven't messed around with the sleeper I tried app to go yet, with but sleeper I sleeper app on baseball, but they only offer right as of now football and basketball. They want to make sure they're perfected at it because sometimes it looks like it's thrown together. I saw a, a, a video the other day. They ranked like Yahoo at number two as far as like best fantasy site ever. Yahoo. I feel Yahoo's like good. But Yahoo I mean, is good, but it's like it's. I just feel like it's. I don't know, dry. To me, to me right now, I feel like 
the way the industry is headed, Yahoo, um, NFL.com, like they have too many fish to fry. I, I want to go with a, a an app or a fantasy site that's dedicated. Because really all it's doing is computing numbers and putting out that's articles. That's dedicated specifically to fantasy, not ESPN that has a billion company-wide departments, and then there's like a sect of it that's dedicated to fantasy. They're not putting their best people on that. But if you go to the Sleeper app, they have only people that are worrying about fantasy, sport, fantasy sports and, and making the site innovative and modifying it. Like running a Dynasty League on Sleeper app is – Far and away better than anything I've done. Can't wait. Outside of CBS, but CBS costs like 200 bucks. That's, right. that's the best. So ESPN puts out their rankings. Today they've dropped the running backs um, or their, quote, rushers. Uh, and yesterday they dropped quarterbacks. The quarterbacks conversation, uh, again, here's – okay, I'll just roll off who they are in order. Number one, Aaron Rodgers. Number two, Patrick Mahomes. Number three, Josh Allen. Number four, Tom Brady. Joe Burrow's at five. At six, you got Matt Stafford. At seven, Justin Herbert. Eight, Russell Wilson. Nine, uh, Deshaun Watson. And coming in at number 10 is my guy, Dak Prescott. Now, I have a I have a problem with a couple of them. One, two, three, I'm in lockstep. I'm in lockstep. Rodgers, Mahomes, Allen. Done. No arguments. Zero. When it comes to four, when it... You're telling me that, like, going into a season right now that Tom Brady is the fourth best quarterback in football at the age of what he is. And I understand he keeps proving everybody, look, look, he's even older and he's, he's still good. It's just to the point where he's surrounded by a lot of talent. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's got a lot of guys to throw the ball to. He, I, I can make the argument for him when he was creating guys in New England. You go now, you have Mike Evans, Godwin coming back off injury. You had Gronk last year. You got yeah. even guys like fucking Humphreys wasn't and he, shit. He was, he was still runner-up. MVP. I understand that, but all right. So fine. I can't argue Tom Brady. It's like yeah, whatever. That's what Four. I'm saying. It's like deal fine. With it. It's deal. deal. With it. I've, I've been I'm dealing I've with it. I on the whole I am Tom Brady conversation years ago. So five, six years ago are the representatives that were in the Super Bowl last year. Okay, they put Burrow ahead of Stafford. Intangibles. I'm okay with it. I'm I'm all right with it. Stafford being there because he won the Super Bowl last year. I guess I can deal with that too, right? I'm still not making any gripes. It's there. I'm talking about it, but I'm not like, oh my God, it's wrong. You know, this is where I get it wrong here or get a little bit upset with the quarterbacks. Justin Herbert at seven. And while I think um, Herbert's intangibles, his arm, his brain, his, his mechanics, they're all good. But if you're looking at guys like Stafford and Burrow, and Brady, and Mahomes, and Rodgers, and everybody ahead of them, they've all done something. Justin Herbert hasn't done anything yet, okay? For him to be ranked 7th over Russ and Dak makes... It makes it, See, to like, some, it so, makes sense, so, but so it here's doesn't. So here's what we're talking about here, and this is why it's Because little, accolades do come into play here. They don't. Be, then why is Stafford there? They here's Here's what's coming into play here, especially when we're talking about the players. I feel like that's when they don't come into play. This is like the guys that the players and the coaches around the league are like, it's okay, execs, we have to the game plan for this motherfucker. And like when you know, like we're we're watching film, I think it's it's a little bit different. It's players, coaches, execs, and these scouts. are overall quarterback rankings, by the way. Clearing this up for for yeah, Kyle. So players, kidding. coaches, quarterbacks. I mean, players, coaches, execs, and scouts. I think that they're they're actually the ones that are able to do this in a vacuum, where you take away all the accolades and be like. You know, on a, in a vacuum, Justin Herbert 
probably you can make the case that he's a top seven quarterback in football with what he's able to do on the field and how you have to game plan for that guy. So I think that's why. And even when we look into the running backs list, you're going to start to see some guys that I don't think belong there. But Correct. But it's like the but way now, they get the respect of their peers, and I think that's what this—that's what we're talking and, about. And we'll here. get into that in a second because there is a couple of the cases where I look at the—I look at some of these running backs. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on, you know what I mean? But like based off of the quarterbacks, Dak Prescott last year, going into last year for this execs thing, <laughs> was seventh. I think he stays put at seven. When you talk to me and you tell me as a Cowboys guy, as a guy who covers the team, as a guy who does the media with, with the media with the Cowboys and a fan, a super fan, right? Dak Prescott's top 10 quarterback in the league. I'm okay with that. I'm done. I'm like, oh, that's, you know what? There's 32 of you mother yeah, effers. So, I'm cool with it. So, like, but, I, I could make the case that you could put a Derek Carr in the Dak conversation, right? I would put Carr 10th, right? right? Like, but, and then you have, see, for me to put Justin Herbert over these other guys, they have, he's had to show me something. All he's shown I mean, me, he's, he's, all he's shown me is a lot of stats, and that's cool. But you haven't won any big games I mean, yet for me to say, like, oh, you're the you're the number seven quarterback in bro, football. Bro, Justin right now. Herbert has balled out in his rookie I, year. And I just said he's got quarter, stats. Like, I'm not this, saying he doesn't. Um, but like for me, for last year, remember, so this is going into this year, Gooch. So why is Deshaun Watson on this list? Like that, the, that I don't know. Like he didn't play last year. He might not play this year. So why are we again, even considering again, him a top this ten quarterback this is in football? Like, this is how we're talking about the way the players and the the scouts feel about these guys. And I don't think that I think it's talent, um, it's intangibles, it's all those things combined. And then in some cases, it's even accolades. When we're talking about Brady, I feel like his accolades vault him to fourth because it's like, yeah, Brady might be this, might be that, but like. Every single player in the NFL, when they're playing against Tom Brady, every coach, every scout, every exec, they're in the huddle on defense, and it's Fuck. like it's, it's Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah, so, no, and that's so why like he's that there. That factor puts Brady there. Deal, the, right? right? But for me, Dak Prescott, as, as as long ago as it feels, he has won a playoff game, a big playoff game against against Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks, right? So, like, I'm thinking, all right, then Dak, I'm with you at seven, and then behind you, you could put the Herberts of the world, Russ. Again, if this is going into this year, you look at Russ last year, banged up, right? We get it, banged up. But even when he was back I'm not, I'm in not, the yeah, lineups, I'm not high he, on wasn't, Russ. he wasn't I'm, the same Russell Wilson. So how Russ. are these NFL execs See, coming out and saying, yeah, Russ is definitely well, better I mean, than like, Dak? Like, but how? I don't, Tell I, don't, me how. I don't see how you could sit here and say that Dak is better than Russ either, though. They're not. It's like, to me, it's like we're going to find out this year who's, who's the better quarterback this season. Russell Wilson has had clearly way more success than Dak, right? You would, you would agree, went to you would agree to that. He won the damn thing. Um, I would, I would say that they the have, one, they did win one, the right? one reason why you, right. you said Dak was seventh and this year he's tenth, right? Dak was seventh last year. This year he's tenth. Yeah. I would say that his 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 propensity to possibly run the ball might have put him to seventh. The last fact year that he going doesn't, in, but he was coming off injury and they still put him at seven. But there was still like the question mark: Is he going to run the ball? Yeah, I'm still going to run. Blah blah blah. Like, and he then was, he didn't. And then he didn't. So now the the proof is in the pudding. Like he's not going to run the football anymore. So that takes away an element. And I'm not look. I'm, we're splitting hair, hairs. We're we're going to argue about eight through twelve. You could flip a coin on a lot of these guys, and on a game to game, matchup by matchup basis, they're going to perform largely the same, right? Um, I'm taking Justin Herbert over every single guy that we've been arguing about, including Tom Brady, right now. So I'm putting Herbert fourth if I'm really if I'm calling it the way I see it, and then I'll take Joe Burrow fifth, probably Stafford sixth. Brady? I mean, like, 
I mean, Sauce came in before saying, get him out of there. Get him out of the top 10. Yeah, like, I'm not not taking Tom Brady. I feel like his skills have eroded. I do believe that he has a great supporting cast, a good line. And there's the Brady factor where the team feels like they could win any game that he's the quarterback of. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there is that. I don't know. Like I said, the list is there. There's 10 (laughs) guys on the quarterback list. Dak's on it. I'm happy. But, like, as far as, like, his ranking – I have a hard time saying that Dak is worse than Deshaun Watson. Watson hasn't played the sport of football in two years. So it's like for me, it's just like, all right, how do you how do you how do you do that? I'm you know having why? a hard he flashed, time he ranking some Aaron pa- Rodgers number one without Devontae Adams. Yeah, but it, you know I'm what's not, funny? I'm not. No, I'm I know, not. but I'm there might be people that are are out there in the in the either the comments or in the world that says, like, how can you do that? Because Aaron Rodgers is still the best thrower of the football in football. Like there's no but there's to me, there's no there's no question about it. I mean, um, it's the tattoo, probably. It's That's probably the tattoo. That third eye is going to see even farther down the field. Uh, but anyway, moving on to the running backs. <laughs> um, free Kirk Cousins. Free. Oh my God, he's he's dropping he's dropping bombs in here, Kyle. It's too early for this. All right. Anyway, running backs. Number one, Derek Henry. Number two, Jonathan Taylor. Number three, Nick Chubb. Number four is Dalvin Cook. Number five is Alvin Kamara. Number six, uh, Joe Mixon. Number seven, Christian McCaffrey. Number eight. Uh, Aaron Jones. No, Najee Harris. Number nine, Aaron Jones. Um, who'd I miss? And number 10 was somebody else. And I missed one. Whatever. I missed one. Um, oh, no, no. I missed. I, I must have missed one. But anyway. I'll find it. Oh, no. I, where the hell is it? But there's two guys that aren't in it in the top 10. And it's one of them. And they were listed as honorable mentions. Uh, was Ezekiel Elliott being Javante Williams? Javante Williams. That's what it was. I, I wrote that right here. Javante Williams is number ten. Honorable mentions Ezekiel Elliott. Honorable mention Saquon Barkley. This is just this list. I, I don't know. Like the first three again. First three. I'm like I'm not even saying a. I'm not saying boo. You want to you want to flip flop Jonathan Taylor and 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 uh, Henry at this point. You could. You can make the case, but I won't. I'll still say Henry's the best rusher in the yeah, world right I'm, now because he's just going to kill this you. This lends to the idea that, like, all right, Jonathan Taylor was that dude last year. Derrick Henry was really that dude last year before he got hurt. But when we're talking about a game plan and we're talking about coaches. You look across. If you're looking yeah. across the field and it's Derrick Henry, Son I'm fucking like, God God, I hope you all ate your eggs this morning because this guy is <laughs> going to be a house to take down. Two comments right away came in. Kamara way too high. Yeah. Kamara's sitting there at five, and I'm like, get him See, out of like, here. This is what I want to say right here. So it says the best rushers of the football, and then that's why I'm like, okay, I can understand Nick Chubb being up there. Because, sure, because he's a, because great, he's a great runner. Rusher yeah. of the football. And then I'm like, so that's why Chubb is so high. But then I'm like, well... Kamara is definitely not one of the best rushers of the football. He's definitely more of that all-purpose guy, and he's vaulted into the, the elite backs because of his ability to catch the ball. He's definitely way too high as a I, rusher I of the football. Now, I don't now think here he's we go. The best rusher of the football on his team, or I, has been for years. Dude, I was just gonna same. It's like it's like we've been doing this for a little while. I was gonna say he's not the best runner of the football on his team right now. Ingram is that guy still. Uh, yes. Tony Jones. Oh, well, him too. I mean, Jones has a lot to prove, but I was talking about Ingram. Yeah. Being a good rusher. But Ingram, anyway. Ingram and so Kamara, fucking neck and neck for uh, pass blocking. <laughs> Best pass up. blockers in Kamara is, is way too high. Dalvin Cook, I can even give the nod to him because he's just a, he's that dude. And even Madison is a, is a f- fantastic supplemental back. But like that, so the top four, I'm okay with. Top five, no, Kamara. Now here's, a, here's another thing. I can't, and I've gone on record plenty of times that I haven't been able to get on the Joe Mixon hype train. 
right? So last year, he finally says, everybody shut up about my health because I'm good. And he, he goes all the way to the Super Bowl, and he, he, he loses in the Super Bowl, but he's still there, doesn't get hurt. He's not a piece of glass yeah, after Mixon all. Mixon had a monster year He did. Year. He had a great year. So, like, but I'm still not, I don't know why, I just I have a hard time getting on this. Like, it, for me, it's a stub toe that'll take him out for three weeks. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a weird, weird thing there. I mean, Numbers, look, look the, really, though? He played 16 games in 2019. He, he missed 10 in 2020, but he played 16 last year. So he's like, in terms of running backs. If you backs, want to do averages, I mean, he, backs, he misses like three a year. One of the most healthy running backs in the league. But if you do averages over the last three years, he misses three games uh, a I'm year. I'm going to do averages for the rest of the league. Probably all about the same, right? No. How many games did Zeke miss last year? On a he probably should have missed six. PCL. No. He didn't miss any. Um, he missed six because he got suspended please, for no reason. Please stop bringing Zeke into this conversation. I'm going to bring Zeke into Joe this conversation Mason. because, well, not so much. Well, tell me, tell me why Christian McCaffrey is up on this list as a rusher. He, to me, he's like the Galvin Kamara again. I mean, you going to give this guy? You confident giving this guy up the guards up the up the up those abs- holes? Absolutely not. I'm not confident in CMC. But if we're if we're if we're talking about if if everybody you bring up. I have to I have to preface this, and I'm going to ask you this: mm-hmm. If everybody that you're bringing up is egregious to you because they're higher than Zeke, no, all right, no, fair, because like how Christian McCaffrey is higher than Najee Harris and and anybody that that's played, what I'm saying. Like I have a hard me, time with that. He's got to prove it, but um, it's not like there's like a team of writers that were writing this and, and factored in all these things. It's like I'll tell you who doesn't give a fuck when they're asked a question is probably an NFL player. It's like, oh, fucking this, you know. Like well, when they do the top hundred on NFL NFL Network, they're they're polling the players. You know, the top number one, two. That's why Aaron Donald's won it like yeah, nine times yeah. in a row and because he's like he's a likable guy. They they don't really factor and in the stats <laughs> all that much. Like sometimes they will, but it's right. really just about how they are on the field. But now, all right. So Najee Harris is on this list as, as a top I feel ten like rusher. Najee Harris should be like third. I'm with it. I think that Najee Harris has the opportunity to be everything that Lev Bell wasn't. Okay, like this guy, he will play all three downs. He will catch the ball out of the backfield. He will run the ball through the tackles and the guards. Najee Harris is that dude. And if I'm, I am not. I'm not saying this is not a that hot of a take. I don't think. But would you ever, in a world, in a world, would you consider Najee Harris over Jonathan Taylor as the number one overall pick? No, like, but it's closer than you think. It's closer right? than you think, and it, I'm I'm definitely considering Najee Harris at two, and I might He's even getting, in, in a dynasty. Name another running back on that team, and it, Anand just comes in Najee volume. Yeah, like he's just gonna get the, the ball. The only thing that worries the me. Time. The only thing that worries me is that you know the usage might end up piling up on him. Throughout Especially the year. this year with a rookie quarterback and, and or Mitch or, and Mitch and they're not going to really respect Mitch's ability to throw the ball, but they do have some decent receivers to stretch the field a little bit. Name. So, you know, putting one on one on an island with Deontay Johnson, he's going to be able to beat some some corners. And same thing with Claypool; he's a, he's definitely a guy that you might need some help over the top because of his size. Now, but coming in at Harris number just gonna eight get the ball after Harris is your boy Aaron Jones. I think Jones belongs. Higher than McCaffrey and Mixon, yeah, and Kamara. I think there's there's a list of two backs that over the last three seasons have four thousand total yards and forty touchdowns combined. That's, there's two backs. It's Derrick Henry and Aaron Jones. So while it's a little bit of you a talk about you discovered what, find that kind of stat. Yeah, and, no, but, but I'm it's saying, still a stat that's it's pretty reputable. Forty touchdowns, four thousand total uh, total yards. Aaron Jones is definitely. I'm going to keep him right where he's at because he, that means that he's still got a chip on his shoulder to prove to his peers that he belongs a little bit higher. But 
Yeah, Aaron Jones is a complete back, no doubt about it. 100%. And, and he's managed to stay healthy at, relatively, for the most part. Yeah, yeah. And, and if he doesn't, they got a guy in A.J. Dillon who I guarantee you in two, three years' time from now, we'll be talking about Dillon as a, as a top 10 back, I think. I mean, he's got the build and the mold for it. Now, here's my gripe at the end of this list. Now, if you, if you told me that Dak Prescott was a top 10 quarterback in the league, I'd say, cool, I'm with it. If you told me that Zeke was a top 10 rusher in the league, I say, cool, I'm with it. He's not, according to this. They got Javante Williams above Zeke. And while everybody's going to jump down my throat about fantasy numbers and stats and all this other shit, have you ever seen Ezekiel Elliott pick up a blitz? <laughs> no, but on the real, Zeke Elliott is being disrespected here, okay? I, I wholeheartedly agree with the disrespect. I mean, I not agree with the disrespect, but like, just I, I think that the disrespect is heavy here. What is Zeke average per carry last year? Last year was a down year. What was his average? Like just realistically, three eight, three eight. Okay, so, I think I, I could be wrong on that one. So if I got that right on the one, so for I'll be very happy. For comparison, here, I said four should be the number. So Javante Williams last year led the league in in yards per carry after contact. Do you know what the average was? No, no, no. Yards after contact. That was Zeke. Check again, because Zeke didn't even average. Zeke averaged three point yard eight, three point eight per carry. Javante Williams averaged three point four yards per contact. Uh, wait, per attempt after first contact. So that's by far the most in the NFL, all right? He he forced 65 missed tackles on 332 carries. No, wait, wait, wait. Let me run this back. 63 missed tackles on 203 carries in his rookie year, 3.4 yards average after first contact. And for comparison, Jonathan Taylor only missed 60, forced 65 missed tackles on 332 carries. So... Javante Williams is the most elusive back in the NFL, and when you hit him, you can't tackle him. Both things. Are you looking up the Zeke? I am just looking up a couple stats here. And so, there, in other words, three point yards, three point four yards per con. Oh my god, bro! I can't say these fucking words. You got my syndrome. You maybe you got vertigo. We're just I vertigo. Have vertigo. <laughs> and honestly, I'm all I can picture is Kyle right now, like watching this, bashing me because that's all he he lives for. Zeke isn't even in the conversation. Come Zeke AJ is not Bascom. In the conversation. Of really what? Not. Of Javante, like right now, right now, Javante Williams is light years better than Zeke. Light years as a running back. Light yes. years. I'm looking at. I think Javante Williams might end up being like a top four back in the league this year. And I'm fine with that. Which again, because of the fact that a they got a decent offensive line. B they got Melvin Gordon spelling them. Like that. C they got Russell Wilson, where you now have to respect the pass. So yes, Javante Williams is going to be a phenomenal back. But you can't sit there and tell me that Zeke Elliott's not a top 10 back in the league. And I know there's other people out there that are going to say, well, he's not even a top 150 player in the NFL anymore. Dude, you're all just, this is all, that was. what's your favorite phrase? Recency bias, right? That That's what it is. You be, Because of Zeke having a bad year last year, you guys just think, oh, no, well, look at this, no, look at no. this trajectory. It's it's not a bad year last year. It's a it's a steady decline over four years. And then it's like all of a sudden you want me, you want anybody to put Zeke any higher than he is, I feel like the fact that Zeke got honorable mention is is throwing him a bone. Saquon and Zeke, I feel like because of their name value, they're getting honorable mention. I don't, I don't personally see them either of them. I mean, I also don't see McCaffrey. I'm a little harder critic, but there's no way that I'm putting Zeke over a guy like Fournette from last year, right? Like, there's no way I'm putting Zeke over DeAndre Swift right now. There's no oh. way. There's no way. <laughs> All right. This conversation will probably go in circles, so I'm just I'll I'll like tap out because I just again I I I know where I, I know what I know about these guys 
And again, you're never going to hear me say like, ah, Zeke's top five. Like he's not anymore. We get that. Same thing with Dak. Oh, he's top five. Until we win something big, he's not. But I'm not going to sit here and have the the Javante the, the Williams of the world because of the hype that he's presented after one year of football that he's going to be a better rusher than Zeke. Um, Forget it. So like, You're all going to be eating your words in November, so I'm cool with it. That's fine. I'm cool with it. I'm, Mark I'm, it now. I'll July 12th, what November, you're all going to be like, wow, Zeke's what, having a fucking year. What words am I going to be eating that Zeke is— That Zeke has more—has uh, a better year. Than Javante yeah. Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you said that very reluctantly. Yeah. No, no, like, no. I'm oh, saying, yeah, yeah. like, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. Are we going to, are we, is there any stakes here? We don't have to bet money because that, that would be ridiculous because I, I'm not going to give you the odds that it would take, but. I don't need odds or anything like that. I just think Zeke, uh, uh, everybody, you know, it's funny last year, your boy made a $200 bet with me. Your, no, 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 listen, look, hear me out. I'm not saying you. Don't I'm sit saying, here and put me on the, like, and no, but I'm saying, and like, Zeke are the same as far as like. No, they're not. Going clearly. into last year. They're not even going close to last the same. year. They were both touted and, and neither of them lived up to it. I'm not sitting here saying that I'm I'm making you, a bet with Saquon. They're not I'm the, saying they're Javante not in the same Williams, conversation anymore. So 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 me making a Javante Williams bet has is not even close to the Saquon and Zeke bet you made last year. Not even close. You just said they're the same. No, I'm saying that those two going into last year, that was like a fair bet. And now they're no longer like the same. Deep. Okay, but we're not complaining. We're not, not comparing close. them. That's you, right? They're both honorable mention. The only comparison that I'm saying is that I don't think either of them deserves it. I'm saying that. Javante Williams is definitely going to have a better season than Zeke. And I think that you know that for a fact. Well, if I just said that Zeke is going to have a better year, then I don't know how I know that for a fact. Okay, so then let's bet. What do you want to bet? You want to do the bet that you uh, did last year? What, $200? You want, I'll do $20. Oh, okay, done. I'll do, how about this? Entry into the, the Dynasty League is 50 bucks. Well, then that, you mean next year? Yeah. Yeah. No, or, well, this year. How will it be this year? Oh, you mean by we'll the end of the year? Pay, so pay we won't pay originally. No, we'll we'll just pay, but then I'll pay you the fifty. It's fifty bucks. That Zeke Elliott has more what? All purpose or rushing? Answer you you pick. All purpose. All right. Done. <laughs> That's done. <laughs> Not right. a chance. Wow, this is great. I'm going to play a dynasty league for free this year. That's so much fun. I'm so excited. Anyway, we do want to bring up. Uh, no, I got no odds here. Kyle, <laughs> I don't maybe give you a would fuck be proud of me odds. after all. I really do want to read this stat so bad and get it right. What stat are we talking? Oh, where is it? Screw your stat. Anyway, are you guys worried that you're going to run out of money uh, by any chance when it comes to retirement? I know Zeke won't because he's got paid more money than God at this point to be a running back in the NFL. Or how you'll pay for long-term health care if needed. Will your family be okay? Stop worrying. Start planning. A comprehensive retirement plan gives you security and greater control of your money. Michael Fusco can help with that. As president of the Fusco Insurance Agency, Michael can work with you to create a comprehensive retirement plan. He'll explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future. So worry a little bit less now call right now 718-701-5787 to schedule your complimentary consultation 718-701-5787 guarantees and protections are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company some insurance policies are not available in all states and if you have a fico score of 540 and above you can start now now you can start offering your customers and clients financing up to 300 or starting at 300 with a 540 fico score or above go check out more of this stuff because michael fusco has a million things right now prestigetaxfinancing.com what's up guys it's sturch from chop sports and today i'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at absolute eyewear you already know the deal they're stocked they have the biggest brands including ray-ban polo and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup oakley 
They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. Now, I know Gooch is about to follow up with the stats, so go ahead, follow me up I mean, with whatever wanna, stat you want to throw recti- at me. I just want to rectify my you don't have to my, rectify anything. My issues from before while I was trying to read off this stat. Okay, so. Pass blocking doesn't get points, he says forced, Ken Ballman. He <laughs> forced 63 missed tackles on his 203 carries in his rookie season, averaging 3.4 yards after contact per attempt. For comparison's sake, Jonathan Taylor forced... 65 missed tackles on 332 carries. So 130 more carries, and Jonathan Taylor only forced two more missed tackles, right? So just the elusiveness and the power combined. The power. Plus, he had 43 catches in split time last year. That's a lot for a guy that's, like, splitting. Zeke did have 47, so that is a a little bit alarming. But I feel like Zeke's on his way down. Javante's on his way up. Free money. Anyway. That was, uh, my, so that AJ, was my live AJ's read. not allowed to comment anymore. We might want to block him after this list. Uh, rushers of the football, Taylor, Henry, fine. Chubb, cool. Cook, great. Harris, awesome. Mixon, great. Javante Williams, he's putting at seven. He puts Aaron Jones and then A.J. Dillon following him right after that. And then David Montgomery. I, Get out of here. I don't agree with Montgomery. David at, Montgomery. At um, but Montgomery Just because has you been, got him on your hype train doesn't mean you doesn't put him in the top ten of rushers that in the NFL. Line is going to be a it. rough situation for Chicago this year. Right, that's what I'm saying. You can't like you can't look at the Chicago Bears like anybody on that offense is worth even mentioning at this point. It's going to be bad news. They will be sitting here in January on the um, clock. But David Montgomery, Zeke. Now that we're, now we're in a conversation. Sorry, what was that? David Montgomery and Zeke going I'm, into this I'm year, just, I think, is a real conversation. I mean, now, now it's just, now you're getting, I'm taking, now you're getting I'm Kyle Kerms on me right now. I'm, I'm, just trolling really McTrollerson at this bro, point. I'm really, really not. on the old trolling I'm really, train. really not. Like, I'm, I'm not really trying to consider either of them at any point in the draft, but if I was forced into the situation and I had to pick one of the two, I'm probably going to go with the guy that I think is not going to split the carries at all. In but, but, they're, but they're not even going to run because they're going to be down I mean, every he's, game. He's going to split carries with Justin Fields, probably. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. All right. But AJ Dillon will fucking run run through Zeke and his entire fucking offense. He's not really on a shitty spot. We're really? not. Uh, Ken Palmer says that AJ Dillon, if he was on a different team right now, would be a top ten running back. But Meaning because like he's if behind, he was, if he was the bell cow, if. If we don't Jones, know what he can do as a bell cow yet. We just think that that's going to happen. Uh, I mean, no, we don't. He hasn't been. Yeah. He hasn't been, so we can't just say, yeah, definitely. Put it this way. Like, I you agree. Can't. You could say that about anybody, but I feel like, you know, the guy's been playing football his whole life. He's six foot <laughs> two, six foot three, 250 pounds. I'm pretty sure that he has the ability life to handle the Life stories are workload. coming into play now. He's been playing football his whole I mean, life. Like, all of a sudden. No he's, shit. All of a sudden everybody this, has. All of a sudden, this six foot three, 250 he's pound gonna guy be can't good. handle the fucking load. He's going to be good. Good, but fun. you can't just say, oh, he's definitely going to be a good bell cow. What if he rushes? What if he's a three down back and all of a sudden the stamina is a thing? Could be. You don't know. You can't say it because he hasn't done it. So stop making these assumptions. We've seen well, you what know some who of these people you know can who do. hasn't done anything in three years? Zeke. So you're you're basing But your- he has before. So because I can make arguments because I've seen Zeke lead the league in rushing. He was leading the league in rushing last year before he tore his PCL. I was in what doesn't anybody get? When Zeke led the league in rushing. See what? I was still in high school. That's prehistoric times. I mean, now we're really going back. All right, let's talk about those Cleveland Browns, right? Because that's the topic of today's show. 
the 2000 Ventedos Cleveland Browns um, coming at you uh, as part of our preview for the season upcoming. Now, this might be the hardest team to, to break down because we truly don't know what the hell they got going on? Because it's I, I actually wrote down record with Watson, record without Watson. I have no idea because we don't know. And if I'm Nothing it's eleven forty six, zot and like nada, zero decisions on Deshaun Watson yet. Now, when you look at the key losses here, and I don't care how many <laughs> see, I knew. Oh my god. See, that's I knew Kyle would back me up on that comment. Um, key losses here. Okay. Congrats. You got fucking. No, I just think it's funny that that was your like part of your argument. That, that was just like verbal diarrhea. The, the real argument is <laughs> At that least he's you admitted six it. three. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. <laughs> you just said it was verbal. Oh, you were talking about yesterday? <laughs> I'm talking about fucking in general. Fucking oh, oh the, all my shit's verbal no, diarrhea. No, no, no. I'm way. saying that you, you tend to um, have verbal diarrhea at times. I think that, you know, you, you, you agree with that, right? I mean, I have. Either you can call them hot takes or takes that nobody agrees like with. Right now, you're even saying anything to to back Zeke is the equivalent of me saying like I, I, he's been playing football his whole no, life. No, 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 no. See, that's what I'm saying. No, like, I would be like, you have no man. He went to Ohio State, and before have, that, he was a high school high you, jumper. You would be better off. You'd be better off saying like, oh, Zeke played at Ohio State. He was a really good prospect coming out of high school because that's about as far off as he's been in terms of being productive in the NFL. It's like the See, same thing. See, you're wrong. Is that the, what, I need you one day to just come in here with a shirt. Watch. I'll have Lauren next door make you a one-off shirt and say, I was wrong. Because sometimes you got to wear that shirt. You can't say he wasn't productive. He was the fucking NFL's leading rusher after like four weeks last year, and then he broke and sprained and tore his PCL, and it went to shit after that. That's a fact. There's no opinions. So, so, That's it. So he was leading point, the league. So my point is... He can't handle oh, he the can't workload handle anymore. Ligament. What an no, he asshole. can't handle the workload anymore. Like, oh, like and he's proven that he can't handle the workload. So anymore. everybody that tears their ACL so can't handle workload. AJ Dillon, who hasn't had a torn ACL, he has to prove he can handle it. But Zeke, who has proven now that he can no longer handle it, <laughs> if anything that he's done in the last three years has proven that, right? <laughs> he proved he can't he do it because he doesn't have, have a ligament it anymore because he proved it when he was eleven. Lost the ligament. I know it sucks. It's it's hard to prove things when you don't have a ligament. I, I get it, but you know, again, he's proven it before. AJ Dillon is not, so there that that the argument's dead. You lose that one. I'll get you the shirt. You'll, you'll wear it one day. Do I have to wear the shirt with as you hand me the twenty dollar bill? It was fifty, I thought, or fifty dollar bill. <laughs> so you can't remember so, your own bet. Oh yeah, no. Thanks, you know what? You know what we'll way. do? You know what we'll do? I'll do this. I'll get you the shirt. The I was wrong shirt, right? I'll give it to you. You'll wear it on the show one day when you were wrong, right? But at the same time, if I one lose day. the bet, if I lose the bet. This will be this will be cinematic adventures here because when I lose the bet, if I lose the bet, when and if, if I whatever. Not only that, you'll give me the fifty. You'll, you'll give me the. I'll, I'll give you the fifty. You give me the shirt, and I'll wear your schmedium shirt on the air. Okay. Cool. But you're gonna have to wear that shirt. I'm gonna wear eventually, okay, Dave. I want my my shirt's gonna be bright yellow. Right. Fuck. Fucking, I don't care what fucking color it is. I'm just saying that's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna wear it like Zeke's fucking crop top. If I'm wrong, how about that? I'm gonna get you a fucking one of those. Those bull ring nose. <laughs> Bailey saying my has. shirt right now makes a lot of sense. Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Anyway, back to those brownsies. Huh? How about that oh, dog man. pound? <laughs> anyway, key losses for the Browns. Okay. Um, clearly, lawsuits are one of the losses. <laughs> no. Jarvis Landry leaves town. Austin Hooper leaves town. Baker Mayfield is out of there. They just shipped him off. Uh, Higgins, which nobody's talking about. Decent, productive receiver last year. He shipped off. He's out of there. Um, they lost some pieces, including their starting quarterback. Now it's a whole new 
regime, right? The gains, the gains are good. Watson, when he's if he's there, that's that's great. It's an upgrade over Baker Mayfield or anybody else they have on the roster. They brought in Jacoby Brissett as like a security measure in the event that Watson's case does slam down and 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 done. Um, Kyle's getting very mad at uh, producer Nick for not bringing up his comments, by the way, just so you know. So uh, Kyle has a lot of power around these parts. Um, you might want to start bringing up his comments. I'm, I'm focusing on my task at hand, which is watching the status bar. Thank you. <laughs> You're right, Kyle. He's working here, okay? Sorry that we don't have one of your fan club over here doing the comments. Sorry. We'll get you one day. Anyway. Deshaun Watson, good. Amari Cooper, they trade for. They get him for literally, they gave away a bag of balls. They get Amari Cooper. Um, they re-signed David Njoku, which I think is a little overpriced on the tight end market, considering the guy has not played a full season yet. Um, the draft, nothing very noteworthy. So when you look at a team like the Browns, and I know we're going to dive heavier into teams as we go because we're going to be more prepped and stuff like that, but the, but the Browns, for me, it's, very, it's an enigma because we just don't know what they're going to do. Will they win or lose without Watson? Who knows? They went eight and nine. Now, this is from a gambling standpoint, the projection of nine and a half. That's, it's, I feel like that Would was you written. jump all over the under because of the fact? I think that, I think that that's off the books right now. So I, they took away Cleveland? I saw this in an article, and I posted it on the graphic for the show's Kyle, purpose. maybe you can shed some light on but, this as but far as When I was actually looking on my, on my books, I didn't see that that posted at all. I think they're, they're waiting for the Deshaun Watson ruling. You really can't at this point, make a realistic measure. It's like you're betting on what he's going to get suspended or, or whether he's going to get suspended or not, basically, because if it's, if Deshaun Watson is there, I'm probably still taking the under. Really? Yeah. But there's no fucking chance that I'm touching nine and a half wins with Cleveland. Now we look at their schedule. Okay. Just, just the way it like if, if the NFL is one big movie, the script is being written. Their first week is against Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. If Baker's the guy, right? And Baker went on record today, according to uh, a report I read before, that he's got this one. He's like, I'm not a robot. I have this one circled on the calendar. Okay, that's 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 quarterback speak. But let's be honest. Do you think I know you don't like Baker as anything really, a quarterback or a person at this point? But do you think he was kind of wronged in Cleveland, like overall? No. No. So everything that happened to Baker Mayfield was justified, you feel? Well, yes and no. He was like, kind of chased out of town. He, but he's not good to me. So I, I feel like if you're he not— He went to the if, playoffs. That The Cleveland Browns. The Browns went to the playoffs, but they did a lot to surround Baker with a lot of talent. And we were, Chubb, we were going into that great season defense. looking at the Browns offense. Totally. as like that team, the old shit, the Browns offense is going to light it up. And they still couldn't do shit with their offense. Um, we've been hearing about the Browns defense even more so— um, for the last two or three years as potentially cracking into like the top five unit. And this is just not just fantasy, but just in the NFL. And they finish middle of the pack, if not lower than middle of the pack. Year after year, they disappoint. There's something wrong. I don't know if it's the coaching staff. It's the culture in Cleveland. You don't like Stefanski? I mean, I need to see more. 20 and 15, that's been a really good roster. And they haven't really done. Is with, it though? What, I mean, you, the defense has always been touted as good, but as the offense, you just said it. Has the offense ever went into a season where like, wow, no, be I, careful? I just said it. They did. Yeah, when they oh, had when Baker, Landry, Jarvis, Landry, oh, be, yeah, Odell, like they they had the Njoku situation. I remember going into that year being like, Cleveland's offense is loaded up. They they now just got to put it together. On top of that, the offensive line is there. They have a really good offensive line. They traded one piece to the Giants, and he didn't pan out. Uh, Zietler, Zietler. Either way, like the offensive line for Cleveland has been really good. They've been able to run the ball effectively for the last two or three years, and that's, to me, been the key to their success, more so than Baker Mayfield. I don't think he's been wronged because 
I could point to facts of like just the infighting with his teammates. Now Cleveland is coming out and saying like Baker pretty much sucked. The locker room was divided since he got there. I posted a video on my story yesterday. I did see that. Where it's, if you needed a reason to hate somebody new today and you don't hate Baker Mayfield yet, just go on my story and watch <laughs> Content the 10 Chris second on video. Instagram. It's actually not that. It's oh, Chris, Chris Gucci. Gucci oh, man. on Instagram. Imagine so, having two accounts. <laughs> Um, imagine using one of them. I don't even use any of them. But um, yeah, go on. And, and if you need a reason to hate somebody and you don't hate Baker Mayfield yet, just watch that video because his little dance that he does where he's like moving around a fake nothing. I don't even know. Then he dabs at the end. It's Here's the, most, the thing. I just want to. Like, I don't if know if that's. I, I don't know if that's him though. You know, like maybe it's like the producer of that commercial is like, hey man, no, 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 do no, this no. dance. No, no, no. That wasn't a commercial. That, that was, was just Baker, him dancing. In the, that was Baker like doing like a media event. After practice, so does he fall he was, into the? Um, he's he falls into the boat, Mahomes. The nobody went to Baker Mayfield's birthday party. Mm. No question about it. You the know, for a guy that doesn't like, like the movie Draft Day, you sure as hell make references no, I, to I, it. I, <laughs> We're talking about the Browns here. I if Sonny was the GM, this I use this, would be a different I use this story. to reference why I think Baker doesn't get the why why I think Baker sucks. Okay, nobody on his team likes him. And we'll I talk think, about more more about Baker when we get to the. Panthers. You don't need you don't need. Everybody on your team to like you, but if you're the quarterback, you have to have people liking you. They have to at least want to follow you into battle. I, I think that they're like, yo, we're down 20. Let's let him get lit up. Like, nobody gives a fuck about Baker. Hmm. Anyway, uh, will Baker still be doing progressive commercials is the real question. Not sure. Not sure. I feel like his sponsor deals are about to run dry, too. I think there was a meme yesterday where it was like Baker Mayfield was in front of the Carolina Stadium, and the quote was, Hey, Progressive, I'm here now. You know, when do you want to, like, do our first spot? And it's like Progressive blocked them. Yeah, and then I saw the one where it was like... Uh, this is new, all about the Baker new, now. The new commercial where it's um, Baker Mayfield showing up at his new house in, in Carolina and then Deshaun Watson showing up and having to report on the sex offender list to his new house in Cleveland. <laughs> That's really good, too. All right, so back to the Browns the, at Carolina. They are going to get memed the fuck up. Oh, I know. No oh, absolutely. Carolina and Cleveland. I'm here to tell you. Memed up. I don't care who. I don't care who the quarterback is week one. Could be Deshaun Watson, Jacoby Brissett. I even think they have Dobbs on their roster, too. Josh Dobbs from he's been on every team. Baker Mayfield's winning week one. The Carolina Panthers are winning that game in Carolina behind Baker Mayfield. thousand percent. That's I think. I think. I think, I think that Denzel Ward is going to pick Bay Baker Mayfield <laughs> off mid third quarter for Could the be. dagger. Could happen. Run it back, and they're going to. And if Baker Baker can't play from behind, we'll see. But anyway, after Christian McCaffrey will be hurt by the end of the first snap, <laughs> first week, first week is Carolina. Then they get the they go back home. They finally home opener against the Jets, and then the Steelers, and then they go at Atlanta. So again, I've been I've been breaking these in like fours. It makes it easier. Um, at Carolina, home against the Jets. Home against the Steelers at Atlanta. I'm not hard pressed to say that they go one and three in their first four. It, but it's hard for me. Well, then I, do better, I want to say even with Watson? Because the Steelers, I feel like, I don't know. You just have the Jets beating everybody, don't you? Jets are going 17 and 0. Right. Because according, according the to this, they're 2 and 0 at least. Yes. I said, I, yeah. Jets, I'm on the Jets hype train, boy. Get along. Get along for the ride, bro. It's going to be fun the this AFC year. North better fear <laughs> the Jets this year, according right. to Dave. Bro, throwing bombs, banging moms, Zach Wilson, the GOAT. Okay? I'm with it. Anyway, we so I got them one, one and three possibly in the first four. If you want to give them two and two and you beat the Jets or whatever, great. Then they're two and two. Whatever. Then they got the Chargers and the Patriots, five and six. 
Um, that's not easy. I think the Patriots do fall off a little bit. Then they go at Baltimore. Here comes the, some of the division games after the Steelers. At Baltimore, home against the Bengals. So, like, find the wins in the first eight, Gooch. Okay? So, I'll give them the Atlanta game, the Patriots game, and that's it. That's, that's it. That's it. Give me a two and six star for the I Cleveland that, Browns. Like the this is going to be tough sledding, man. They can do through eight games is four and four. They, I mean, they can do better, but I don't think they're going to. I don't Especially, know. Especially, I would imagine that that first eight game stretch. Who are they beating? They'll beat the Jets according to you. Who you they would have to imagine at least six of those games are going to be without Watson. Just realistically speaking, potentially more. Potentially maybe the eight, whole season. Potentially the whole season. But like, we're just going to add for, for, this, for this show's purposes, we're going to call it a six game suspension. Right, so that that means that he would come back for the Ravens game. McKenzie, um, uh, yeah, he would come, well, no, yeah, he would come back they for could, the Baltimore. They could beat Atlanta, but at the at the same time, can they? You know, Atlanta's defense, their secondary is really good. That's the one thing that they could do well. I think that they are going to maybe struggle to stop Cleveland from running the football, but Cleveland's going to have real trouble moving the ball against Atlanta through the air. Um, Kyle's coming in about their the Browns defense. When the Browns defense was healthy, they were number one rush defense, number seven pass defense. Don't sleep on the dog pound. And he said, put that comment up, either Nick or McKenzie. And McKenzie doesn't exist. It's definitely Madison, I'm sure he's referring to. But there it was. It gets up, it gets some airtime, Kyle. Um, but you got him at f- uh, a potential four and four. I got him a little bit less than that. And I, I, I'm hard pressed to say like, with Watson or without. Like, I don't know. I, I, how good can this Browns team be even with Deshaun Watson? I have no idea. The I mean, defense, look. Kyle's talking about the defense, but they were they, – I, I know that they were finished around – I'm talking from fantasy perspective here, and I know that doesn't always translate, but they were like 24th ranked fantasy defense last year. Like I said, it doesn't always translate, but – No. Come on. The defense that it you're – It doesn't in regards to the, the numbers it's letting up. the players that they have on that defense, you would expect them to be able to play better and put it together better for the entire season – Injuries happen with everybody, Kyle. So when they weren't healthy last year, what was their defense ranked? You know, they had four games last year in fantasy where they got zero or negative points. With the four. NFL, all right. So with the NFL, you say six. I think let's just the say Chargers the NFL, dropped like a forty burger on them too. They did, right? Uh huh. That was a big blowout. Great um, defenses don't give up. And 40. the Jets beat the Bengals. Oh no, that was the wrong team. I'm thinking about the Bengals now. Um. So now would the NFL do this again? Conduct policy. Six games is usually the first go, right? Maybe they suspend them for eight, right? Which is relatively of, a, of an old schedule. It's half the year, right? So if that's the case, then they go on their bye week nine. A debut could happen in Miami for Deshaun Watson. If he comes back at all, right? Miami, Bills, Tampa. Find me the win out of those three. That game's in Miami. And that game's in Buffalo. There's none. There's none there. I think the Browns are in for it. I really do. And... And while I, you know, I don't know, man, yeah. going into the back stretch, there's also another little, you know, script of a story. He goes back to Houston week 13 to Sean Watson if he's playing. So again, this is a team's very hard. Pretty to, sure he's got warrants out there. He might, yeah, might want to lay low. <laughs> might have to. Then he's got, but listen, if you want to give him a, a, a win in the return, right? Great. If he's there. Then you got the Bengals, the Ravens, the football team, or whatever the fuck they're called, the, com- uh, the, command, the, com- the Commodores, the Commanders, and the Steelers. I got, listen, truth be told, I'm going to give him a range because I don't know about the Watson shit, but I don't see Cleveland winning more than six games this year. And that might be pushing it. A 6-11 and 11 finish for them, which obviously is smashing the under. 
I, I don't know, man. The defense is good. Don't get me wrong. And on paper, it's great. Miles Garrett's great. Denzel Ward, one of the better corners in the league. Uh, greedy, great. You know, I, or going to be great at least. The defense is good. But the NFL, it's cosmic shift of, of needing offensive firepower. It's an offensive-driven league. And if Watson isn't there, and even if he is, I don't know, man. This schedule is not favorable the schedule for the is, Cleveland is Browns. tough, but I think within their division, um, the Ravens and the Steelers, they're going to play similar styles of football that Cleveland does. So I think that they're going to be able to be in all those games, and it's going to be telling to see who could come out on top. You know, They're going to be tight games. Cleveland's not going to blow many teams out this year, I don't think, but I think Cleveland could... They're going to be in some tight ones, They can. If if their defense puts it together, I could see them definitely winning a ton more than six games, and they could be around, hover around 500, but I don't see anything more than them, more than that out of them with or without Deshaun Watson, because like you said, their schedule is a little rough, but there is some, some very winnable games. You're giving Miami an automatic nod. Like Miami might be, they're supposed to be better, but we also don't know about all these other teams either. I like the Dolphins this year. A lot of first year head coaches in the NFL this year. Tim Riley coming in. I like the Dolphins as well, but you know, Let's not sit here and, and anoint Miami as some guarantee. Listen, I think it's all depends. It's a quarterback-driven league. If Tua winds up throwing a bunch of stinky burgers out, like forget it, he's done. Like that, that team is you can't get behind Tua. So again, he's going to have to deliver wholeheartedly, and he's got the weapons to do it. Don't tell me he doesn't. He's got 15 running backs down there, along with the receivers that are fantastic. I mean, the Steelers, the Steelers are a very similar team than the Browns this year. Very, very similar. Um, the Falcons, you know, we don't know much about Atlanta. Like we know that they're so, not good. We know that the Patriots could be middle of the pack, if not worse, or they could be really good. That's an up-in-the-air team. Um, the Ravens, same deal. You know, like, I think they're going to be very improved, but the Ravens last year, you know, there were two We said it yesterday. We talked about the Ravens win almost team. winning 11, 12, 13 yesterday. That but, was you. But also, we're very close to winning almost six, only six. Correct. Because of Detroit and the yeah, Indians. Yeah, yeah, you're so, right. So there's a lot of, you know, variables that go into this where I'm not looking at Cleveland as a guaranteed non-playoff team, but... Not looking great. Um, um, according to key for what them is Tim just be said, their defense. he was saying something about you know Watson not playing since 2020, blah, blah, blah. Kyle says, if Watson gets the big suspension, DraftKings could drop that to six, six and a half. And if I have him at six, it makes it a harder decision to take the under. But they're not available. He's just saying. Most yeah, books yeah. don't Most have this available have because nobody knows this what the fuck is going on. This article that was probably written. Yeah, no, no it's you fine. Know. If you have the number, it's good, that, it's good to have that number to see where they stand with a Watson, right? But, like, without him, you're looking, you're looking at, again, I just said with him, it's a six pushing seven. This schedule's tough, man. Yeah, and like like I said yesterday, Deshaun Watson in his last season as a full season as a starter, they went four and twelve. Right, and he had Hopkins. There was other. There was other. He uh, had Hopkins, but that, that team contributed stunk. to that. Yeah, did TJ Watt or JJ Watt kept getting hurt? This and that and the other. Right, um, some bad contracts with David Johnson. Oof, yeah. Well, no, no, not yet because they still had Hopkins. Yeah, but they had to trade Hopkins to get Johnson. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. But there was several other bad trades and contracts. But that was and, well. The, well, they traded Hopkins first, and then they had that season. With no, they Watson, traded. Well, they traded Watson, Hopkins Watson for in, David Johnson. But Watson was on that team, and Hopkins wasn't. No. So yeah. I want to say Watson's last active year, he had Hopkins. I don't think he did. He did. Uh, no, I think I think it was. Was there one year where he, he had David Johnson deal, yeah. and then he went okay. out after? So. All yeah. right. Well, in any event, like I said, you just said it. He didn't win many games. I mean, maybe maybe he's a crazy, athletic, good thrower of the football quarterback. But when it comes to putting up the W's, my man has not done it. 
All right. So like all of a sudden you're thinking he's going to get this. He got the biggest guarantee in NFL history, guys. Like that's that's crazy to me. But at the same time, in the same breath, the market dictated that he no, was next up. It didn't. But then, actually, why, then why the fuck was he giving all that money? It actually didn't dictate it for him specifically. It's I mean, the same he's reason young. Why, it's he's the got same the reason why, intangibles. It's the same reason why the fucking Jaguars gave Christian Kirk all that money because they're fucking dumb. They, so you think it's just the Browns' a complete overpay? Yeah, because the, for a if, guy you, if you remember the, the sequence of events as to how it went, like the day before he signed with Cleveland, he had publicly said, I'm not signing with Cleveland. It's going to be either the Dolphins or the Saints. Or it might I remember not have been that. the Dolphins, but I know for a fact. No, that the he, Dolphins were in the conversation. He I remember that. Cleveland from the from the mix, right? Yeah. And then Cleveland probably got into hold of his agents and said, "Okay, well, what's it going to take? Almost like, what's what's it going to take to end all this?" And then he came with this crazy shit back, like uh, full uh, guaranteed, and they were like, well, "Okay, that's, deal." That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that maybe Miami and maybe and maybe uh, who's the, like the, the real Saints? Maybe the, they had the same money on the, the table, and then Cleveland was like, "I'll give you the same money." Every dollar of it. Well, that well, that's what I'm saying. You so, know, like it could have been the same number. It, I don't know if it was the same number because that number is absurd. Mm. Hear the bitterness because Watson's above Dak. Well, he's not above Dak. So anybody who says he's above Dak is silly because Watson hasn't won any games. Tell me something that he's done. He's made a couple really electrifying plays where people are like, wow, I can't believe that guy just did that. Yeah, we all have seen it. We've all seen some crazy shit. We saw Tyler Heineke almost win a playoff game. We've seen some crazy shit. All right? So, like, let's not put Watson in the top 10 of quarterbacks because of a couple plays. Let's be honest. The guy hasn't won any football games, and it's he, he's got the youth factor on him, but the guy hasn't taken a snap in a year. And like, not, I'm not on he's this. he's not allowed to get any of his treatment in the post game anymore, so we have how no idea work? how he's going to respond. How does to that work? Not being able to get his holy booty shit. Hole you massage. you made a you making a very good point. How do the have... team trainers and the team masseuses and all that? How do they deal into this? It's going to be it's going to be Bob. He's going to wake up like it's going to oh, be Bob fuck. from Akron, <laughs> or, or the, the I don't even know. It's going to put a wig it's, on. It's going to be some other guy. <laughs> it's not going to be a a twenty uh, three year old non masseuse giving him a booty rub. Um. Kyle said FanDuel has that 10 win stuff. Oh, so he, I think FanDuel has a 10 win. Will they win 10 wins? Will they get 10 wins? And there's a yes or no option. But it's only, you can only choose yes. Wow. How is that even? You tell me I don't have an option? <laughs> like, Well, you do have an option to just, to not, just not bet it. it right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're trying to look for a puncher's chance. But even, what was the odds? I think somebody just put it. Plus 110? Like, yeah, 115. Not worth it for me. Okay, like yeah, you can only say yes. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> what do you think's the smarter bet? Do not touch it. To the Browns, the Browns over said. Browns over ten wins or, or Zeke Elliott having more. Uh, you gotta go yards back there. I was feeling good. Williams. We were vibing. Things were going well. Uh, <laughs> like we had our we had sit there. We had we had breakfast. <laughs> oh man, long term investment. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you feel that way. And that's fine. It's going to be fun. What a fun NFL season up. Are you worried man. about running out of money? Just talk <laughs> shit about Zeke and then make a crazy bet with Dave that he's guaranteed to lose. Oh, man. And then call Michael Fusco. Randy Watson? What is that? Am I missing something here? Ladies and gentlemen, Randy Watson. I'm is, Randy, is Randy some type of like molesty kind of name? I don't know. That, that one I'm missing. But anyway, um, that's crazy, though. 
<laughs> this is a great comment. Of course not. That's what fans were saying. Quote, we're cool if you want to bet Cleveland win 10 games, whether they have Watson or not. <laughs> That's the, We're cool with that. But other than that, we, you can't really bet them. But, like, you know what's funny? I wonder if the Cleveland Browns must be taken off everything. Ask the prop beaver. Maybe he, he can shed some light on this. Can you bet certain prop bets with other players? Like you when you bet, see Mari Cooper, bet, I think you can are, bet all the overs, but you can't take the unders. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But I'm saying, like, that's a that's a logical question, right? Because everybody on that offense is is probably based off of if Deshaun Watson's throwing the ball, not Jacoby Brissett. It's interesting. I think it's interesting. But anyway, sexual chocolate. It's coming to America. Uh, I can I just be open and say I don't say it. You've never seen that movie? I've seen parts. I've not seen the whole thing. <laughs> Scooch leaves the, the movie guy over here. I, you're right. You're right. I have not. Eddie Murphy. I understand that, Eddie Murphy's that, in it. And, and the other guy, uh, James movies, Earl Jones. I get it. That yeah. era of Eddie Murphy movies in general. Did you general. see the second one? Have you? No. Would I you see the second era. one? No. So did you see Beverly Hills Cop? No. Oh, my God, <laughs> I see. I see good movies like Tommy Boy over and over and over. Yeah, you. We get it. <laughs> so my, like my just, bonus bomb barrier will be the first one to say like you watch one Beverly star Hills, movies forever, but you Beverly won't Hills, watch The Godfather. Beverly you know Hills Cop is funnier than any fucking Chris Farley movie in my opinion. Oh, you are just. Bro. You are just. We're talking about any fucking just, Murphy here. You're bro. just. Oh my Stop. god. If Chris Farley didn't die, God rest his soul, he would have gone down as one of the funniest people ever. You already messed up with Dane Cook. Don't you dare put this. I'm not. This, I'm not going to sit here and Farley. talk shit about Farley. He's hilarious. But Eddie Murphy, those movies, bro. You ever see uh, Trading Places? Yes, long time ago. I couldn't quote. You ever one. see Boomerang? No. You ever see uh, Daddy Dick? <laughs> You ever see Doctor Doolittle? Yes, all of those. Of course yeah, you yeah. did. That's that's uh, Dave's like. Of course professor, I did. I got kids. Like, what professor you, what? all over it. But like the real good Eddie Murphy movies, Dave's like, nah, I want none of <laughs> Harlem Nights. Full Yes, I've seen Harlem right. Nights. Thank you. God, Norbit is a top five movie of all time according to Bailey. <laughs> but seriously, I'm not going to sit here and let you uh, slander Chris Farley. Not going to do it. You can do it all you want with with Dane Cook. Chris Farley was a legend, and he's one of the greatest. So AJ coming in, dropping the only Browns player future up is Chubb over under rushing yards. See that? But twelve hundred and a half. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what the fuck. I have to get that twelve oh one. Like ah, I got him. Um, that's an interesting one because it's like while everybody's talking about like Cooper and 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 receiving numbers and Ninjoku and all this other shit, I think if there's a backup quarterback in there the whole time, Chubb's gonna get force fed. So then that that improves your odds of, of getting 1,200 rushing yards. That could happen. I feel like misses one game he's not getting. Can I just show you one thing just many. because I'm curious, and before we wrap this up, I want to show. I don't believe in anything um, that Pro Football Focus puts out there a lot. I'm just not a big – I don't know. I'm just not – what is it, PFF? Yeah. Duh. Hello. PFF. Um, there it is. So PFF puts it out yesterday. I'm looking for the – tweet man i had it and oh here it is okay the cow according 21 hours ago pro football focus puts out a tweet that says the cowboys offense will be must see tv next season because according to pro football focus ready for the projections zeke 1329 total yards i want to uh, can we can we undo that bet 
No. They got Tony Pollard at 983 total yards. You don't think Zeke can that dude? I'm telling you, man. Everybody Dave, sleeps on him. Dave, Dak, 4,700 yards. Just stop. I'm with tell that. yourself. I'm not. Te- What'd you say? Tell yourself. Oh, I thought you said don't, kill yourself. I was like, Jesus Christ. Don't tell me. <laughs> like, pro God, football focus. Friends. You can't be like, I hate pro football focus. I don't focus. like pro they football suck. focus. I and think like, most of this. Like, I like no. this stat. Hey, we said the same thing last year with power rankings. We don't like power rankings until Dallas was one and two with the Green Bay Packers. So don't, don't get me started. Anyway, need to cap these baseball games. Get to it, Kyle. We'll see you tomorrow. No, tomorrow's Wednesday. Are we coming Thursday? We'll, we'll figure Please, it out. Please let me know. Let us know. Yeah. Getting a haircut tomorrow, so I'm only going to try to look as snazzy as I can for this trailer. But anyway, um, that'll do it. That's a show. Well, the Cleveland Browns, again, I have them six wins. The over-under, it's... For me, it's tough. I don't know. I mean, it's I'll give very them the exact contingent. Same record they had last year. They'll go eight and nine. Eight wins with or without. Bold. Okay, but clearly, because they're going to have clearly not be, as good as Baltimore. It's going to be with and without. So, because they're going to have him and then not, or they're going to not have him and then have him. Or you have a point. They could the, the whole Zeke thing can happen where he gets a suspension, he appeals it, it goes to all these Supreme Courts, and he plays six, seven weeks, and they're like, by the way. You're out. If you only you saw the argument that fucking came about because I said that exact thing and Scoop was sitting directly in between us. No, 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 That's no, no. literally no, no, no. what happened. No, no, no. You said, and I quote, that he already served his suspension last year by sitting oh, out the entire season. Uh, are you season. really, really going to say that was my quote? No, it's not your quote. I'm paraphrasing. Like, so I'm going to unquote. Yeah. You're gonna, <laughs> I'm going to unquote you're gonna, that you're, one. You're paraphrasing but that's the quote to fit your narrative. No, no, no. What, what you is should, fucking you, Fox you, News Are you on CNN? fucking... Look, listen, <laughs> listen, fucking uh, Trevor Noah over here. All right? He's a bum, by the way. No, Big we're bum. not talking like that here. Trevor um, Noah's a bum. If Bro, I just called you Trevor Noah. By proxy, that makes you a bum. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying I'm not Trevor Noah because oh. he's a bum. But... um. <laughs> I, I said exactly. I presented a situation that may take place. And like my whole argument was that like this isn't my stance. This is just uh, me saying a fact that may take place. The players union is going to fight that he sat out a year. And now the contract is like all voided. So it's like even him sitting out isn't going to cost him money. <laughs> So now, so now it's starting to come back. My quote was literally what Dave said. No. Only when he said it now it was his actual paraphrasing of the quote. No, no. What I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying to you now, going forward. Is that forward, he might get suspended, but he'd be not have to miss time because of time served. No, I'm not saying that. You're saying that. You're trying to put words in my facha, and it's not going to work. Not this time. Never nope, nope, nope. Thank you, AJ. We finally on the same page about something today. You did sound more like Tucker, though. Just because that would be... Tucker really, Carlson? Yeah. I mean, I'm you, honored. No, I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's another herb on, on the air. Like He's another one. It's just like, you oh, man. pass him on scroll, and you're just like, stop fucking talking already. Jesus Christ. Some people can probably say that about me. Stop talking already. <laughs> Enough's enough. All right. That's, oh, that is man. a show. Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow, Gooch will be absent. He'll be here later on in the day to do the extracurriculars that we do every day. But on the show, uh, I'll figure that out. It might just be my face. So this might be the greatest viewed show of all time. Because we know when Scoop's on, the numbers skyrocket, right? So if it's just me, maybe we just set ratings records tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see. But in any event, for Sturch and Gooch, and of course, Nick for producing loosely. Uh, because he was per- he was very, um, I'll just ask you on the air, any Three times. Okay. All right, Optimum. I'm coming for you, motherfuckers. Anyway. Shit.
What? You're not going to do shit. To I'm going to fight the bro. next guy that comes in this door. So good luck to everybody. So with that being said, I do want to bring up for the first time. Remember, this is preface based off of um, our conversation from last week. Our boy Casey Hammond decided to get the guitar out and get the, the vocals ripped up. This is called Mike Tyson, and we'll see ourselves out. I'm going to mute all of our mics and then pull him up. This is going to be a fun one. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy. Thank you, Cleveland. <laughs> now you can end the broadcast. Congratulations. Good hit. Hit number one hit single on iTunes. Coming at you. Let's go. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.